I'm, this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges, 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 and challenges. Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. She is the Queen of Gifts, Becky at Gift Master Bex. And of course, we are joined by the one, the only, the often imitated, never duplicated, <laughs> the man, the stan, the myth, the legend, the notorious Antonio, a.k.a. the Bananas Defender. What's really good, guys? We are back and we are in full effect. Season 35 just kicked off. I love that intro, by the way. You're welcome. You should stick with that every time. You, you're only getting one of those, motherfuckers. Without any further delay, let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. Season 35, episode one. It's going to be a good one. Let's go ahead and get it in. So the challengers arrive in Prague, Czech Republic, a place they haven't been since Cutthroat. They arrive by helicopter, taken away by the bus. We see them walking through the funky woods. TJ arrives. The war between you is still brewing. This will be the most dangerous season we've ever had. For those of you that can embrace the madness and survive, one million dollars is at stake. Straight up, this season is no joke. I hope you're ready. I'd like to welcome everybody to the challenge. So this is going to be a dangerous game. This is going to be an individual game, and the prize is a million dollars. Amped. Now, because this is an individual game, off top, who's your guys' top pick to win this whole thing right now? With this format, I was getting your free agents vibes, and the man that played free agents the best was Bananas. So, yes, it's an easy layup answer for me, but, I mean... He, he played a similar format. I think he has a good chance. I think CT has a good chance because they're also, he also played in free agents and it's like a similar type of game. So they know the best right now. So I'm going with the, with the two of them. Becky. Uh, strangely, I actually want to go with one of the new guys. I'm liking Fessy. I think he has the athleticism. He instills, I think, a lot of fear in people. Uh, he's got a big alliance with him with bringing in a lot of the big brother people. I think he is a front runner. I, I kind of want to give it to team big brother right now. And Tyler. I'm going to go with the original first solo winner in Wes, because this is like the type of game that like politics don't necessarily play the part because everybody's playing their own game. 
if I'm going to pick a female, I'm going to say Jenny because Jenny was kind of screwed by an alliance last season and she seems like the most dominant female outside of Tori in a hall brawl. Those are my picks. Okay. All right. So today's daily is going to be called. All right, guys. Today's challenge is called Battle Line. You guys are playing as individuals. As you can see, there is a battlefield behind me. Several lines drawn across it. Each line goes to a medical supplies. To begin, you're going to start at one end of that line. And when I say go, you're going to crank and reel in that rope as fast as you can, dragging the medical supplies 500 feet across the battle line. Along the way, you're going to be solving a puzzle, and then you'll be solving a math equation. So not only do you have to be fast, but you have to use your brain, too. It's not going to be easy because I'm going to be in one of these tanks going back and forth. If you're not fast enough, I'm going to demolish your chance to win and you're out. All right, guys, it's going to be played in two heats. The player to get their medical supplies across the field fastest will win today's challenge. One for each heat. And you want to win because winners have a lot of power. Got it? All right, men, you're up first. Good luck. Hey, thank you. Good luck, everyone. So this is going to be a daily. I love this as a first daily because, one, it's not a purge, and, two, it is, it is really long, and it's multi-stepped, and it's a good way for everybody to get sized up initially. You know, you, you got the endurance and pulling the medical supplies. You got the puzzle. You got the math question. This is a good way to assess the new people. So surprisingly, Rogan takes the win for the males and Jenny takes the win for the females. Who else were you guys feeling during this date daily? I mean, not everybody can win one of these, but who else do you guys felt like performed well or we was able to see uh, a lot out of them? Tyler. I mean, if you're listening to the hit list, I, I was really su surprised with Anissa. Anissa finished third to fifth because three girls got knocked on the final stage. Uh, I mean, for a girl that, in my opinion, is outclassed two to three-year veterans, she came and she showed up, and she showed that she's strong enough to get through. She's smart enough. She showed up. And CT, who's also out of shape, you know, plays top three for the guys, which is also very impressive. Becky? I, I mean, I was very impressed by the final two, which in this case was D and Jenny, of course, who took the situation a lot of people counted d out especially because of an individual game i think she came to play and i'm actually really excited to see what she brings to the table because she's she stepped up to the plate and almost won this and for the guys again i'm going to go back to fessy who though looks like a dumb jock and would just be a meathead actually has some smarts to him and he could have won this too antonio um, yeah, I agree with Becky. I think Fessy definitely stood out for me um, on the male side. But in the females, I think all the female rookies stood out because, shockingly, all of them advanced to the next stage. Not one of them was um, got eliminated in the first wave. So I think as a rookie, you're making yourself known that you're not the weakest link. So I give it to the rookies in this case. I definitely loved the opening. The opening was great. First off, we got 20 minutes. This was a long, long daily. I thought it was great. It incorporated so much. The cinematography is just beautiful. You got the tank. You got, you got the thin, narrow trees. 
you got the fog. It, it was just perfect. But Fessy really did set himself apart. And so did Anissa. Anissa looks like she's coming in. Um, it looks like she got her weight up for this one. I'm just, I don't know if I really have a lot of faith in Anissa going far. Uh, like Tyler said earlier, he thinks that that's going to help her and making her seem as somebody who you're going to keep around longer. But I don't know. I don't think her performance is going to stack up. She's somebody who's going to have to win a lot of dailies or make a lot of friends, two things she's never really been good at. Uh, I do like the way Jenny came out. I'm expecting big things out of her this season. And Fessy definitely, definitely impressed. You know, I want to get this out of the way because a lot of people have been talking on Twitter and people aren't going to let go of it and they're talking negatively. If Cara Maria would have been on this episode, she would have destroyed every female in an upper body daily. It would have been lights out. And I'm not a Cara Maria fan, but I looked at my wife during this episode and I was like, holy cow, this was tailored for her. And they kept her out. Jenny winning wasn't a surprise. D making it to the final two wasn't a surprise. I was expecting her to win. I mean, I definitely see what Tyler's saying. I do think this cast is definitely weaker on the female side than it is to the male side. I, I think if you compare the males and females, the male cast is just so much stronger. Like, it's more competitive. I think with the females, it's Jenny, Tori, and then it's a, a big drop-off to the next tier. Yeah, Ashley, Jenna, Kayla. Ashley doesn't have... like. Ashley, she went from everything last season to nothing this season. So I don't know how she's, she is a competitor, but like when it comes to a game standpoint, which is by herself, she breaks under pressure. We've seen it numerous seasons though, where if she doesn't like the living edition, she makes it known and she, that makes her a target right away. She can make friends, but let's go ahead and move on. So Rogan and Jenny get the win and they form the tribunal. Yes, challenge still doing the trilogy things, and we're going to see a tribunal. Hopefully, it doesn't suck as much as it did last season. Now, congratulations, Rogan and Jenny, getting it done. You guys are the first two of the tribunal. The tribunal will be safe from elimination and also take control of the game. So, you will now form the tribunal by choosing a third member. So pick anybody you want. I'll take it. I'll just pick me. Please. Come on, do it. Please, please. Please pick me. All right, so Rogan, Jenny, who's going to be the third person in your tribunal? The third person in the tribunal will be... Corey. Corey. In my opinion, Corey's one of the strongest competitors. He's likely to win a challenge somewhere down the line. So now I could just be like, I did you a favor, you do me one. For some reason, I hear a lot of dumb names tossed around, and then they 
they land on Corey, which I guess they wanted somebody who was <laughs> going to be a tad bit more neutral. But I felt like this was such a wasted opportunity. There's so much other people who they could have picked that they could have politicked. I didn't think Corey really brought anything to the table. So for me, I didn't feel like it was a smart move. How did you guys feel about Corey being the pick? Tyler? You know, again, Corey was brought in for a neutral move, but Corey, regardless of what people think, has an agenda. And he's going to stick to his agenda regardless of the offers he gets. We've seen this in the past. If he wants to go for somebody, he's going to go for them. It doesn't matter if you do him a favor. He's going to say, thank you, next, move on, go for his target. It was odd. I think they should have pulled in somebody like Bananas or West and just fully gained their trust from the beginning. No, I agree with Tyler. Yeah. At that point, you go for a vet. I'm surprised they didn't go with the UK person because the both of them are both from the UK. Right? There's there just so many other good options to pick. Like Bear. Jordan, just like anybody. anybody oh, you mean Bear begging? Pleading, <laughs> please cold. pick me. That please was, pick that was, me. That was funny, though. Oh, that my God. It was pathetic. So the way this is going to work, everybody else is going to be up for elimination. The tribunal picks three people to interrogate, and the House is going to vote in the next person. Then the challengers arrive at the House. They realize it's an underground bunker. And then the mad dash ensues. This house is so big, you literally need to walk around with all of your supplies at you at all times because you could get lost. I'm in hell. Hell. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life. And yes, that sounds dramatic, but I've had a really easy ride. This is a whole different experience you guys are about to have. I'm excited. My original show was Amazing Race, uh, and it's prepared me for the challenge because you just gotta think on your feet. So after everybody find a room, they find a pool, they find they find a workout facility, everybody's juiced about that. Ashley is freaking out already. I'm sure her freaking out about the conditions that she's in is something that's gonna come up more than enough time. At this point, we meet we meet Jay. They bring us in on Jay, and they bring us in on Jen from the Amazing Race. Initially, I don't really think these two are going to last that long, even though I think Jay is, is very likable. And of course, we're introduced to the Holy Trinity, the alliance between Jenna, Nani, and Kayla. Now, this is so far the only true and true female alliance we really got going on. And I, I think we could count the Big Brother 20s. You know, their, their little alliance has a little one. But do you think that on the female side, these are going to be the main players? I think they're going to try. They're all vets. They're all vets. Yeah, but they're all middle of the road. I don't see any of them being super strong females. Uh, I think it's one of those situations where they're together because they're friendly outside of the challenge. 
but at the end of the day, I don't think anybody really counts on them. Um, I don't know with, with this holy trinity thing. I they don't have really much to show for it. There's what they all have one final appearance each. They never won. Jenna has three. I think final Kayla, appearances. Um, yeah, Jenna been the three finals. It's three one one. Jen, Jenna's first three seasons, she was in the finals. Yeah, Jay, her cousin, and then so was it by herself? No, no events. Yeah. Oh yeah. Vinny the pig. Yeah. Okay, you so, should know that. That's your uncle. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, funny. All right. So, um, Jenna hasn't been to any final by herself. Kayla and Nani both been to one each, but they haven't really done anything to prove to prove themselves as much. I they're definitely middle tier females in this cast. But I do think having those numbers that because no one really else has a solid three, they do. That's a big advantage in any game. Exactly. It's still vote. Now, let's move on to another alliance. As we said, you know, Ashley's coming in. She doesn't like the conditions. And then she rose up on Big T. Looks like she made a friend of Big T. Is there any promise in this alliance between Big T and Ashley? Now, Ashley's a beast. She got two wins under her belt. She's, she's a millionaire. Millionaire Mitchell. Uh, is there any legs to this alliance of Big T and Ashley? Bananas. I think Big T gains a lot in this alliance. I because I don't see her as a competitor, so I think you know she can definitely gain off Ashley's wins. I do see Ashley winning a few dailies here and there throughout the season, but uh, numbers are still good. But if you're for Ashley, if you're if you're, if you're aligned with Big T, who you know it's not going to win, I wouldn't be sacrificing myself for someone like that. I see them as team heart. I mean, they're both really underestimated. I think in a lot of ways, I don't think especially with underestimated. How do you call it two yeah, she's, she's uh, a- Because most people think she's going to flip <laughs> out and quit. The fact of the matter is, Jenny and Tori look good, but the real heavyweight is Ashley. She's a real heavyweight. Big T, she's underestimated because of her size, but she did almost win that elimination against Georgia, and I think a lot of people forget that. Like you said, almost. Tyler. Oh, you're an ass. You're such an ass. Don't disrespect Big T. <laughs> but here's the thing. You can't defend Big T because this is the challenge. She is literally nothing right now in the challenge. Mm-hmm. I'll tell the challenge she might be something. However, she is still a small fish in a big pond. Ashley, however, is the, is the goddamn pond. Ashley is a millionaire. Ashley has won this show twice, once as an individual, once in a partnership with somebody she hated. I think Ashley is trying to be a leech in the challenge. That's what she is. Whenever she doesn't have her lavender ladies, she's a leech. She will suck the blood of anybody that will take her in, in an alliance, which is a smart thing. I'm not, dis- I'm not, dis- I'm not downplaying this, but that's what she is. She's a leech whenever she doesn't have her best friends there. Well, she knows that she needs people to help get her to where she needs to go. But why? Why does she need people? Because people don't like her. And here's and remember, if you remember, your favorite male competitor, Jordan, said you either go into elimination because people fear you or they don't like you. Like they think you suck or they don't like you. Well, people don't like Ashley. So that's why she gets, you know, that's what that's the whole point where they target her. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally 
awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. in the same room d is going to be sleeping on top and rogan's going to be at the bottom now this is a bad idea this is such a bad fucking idea the question i ask you guys is who's fucking first is it going to be d or is it going to be rogan who's going to get asked first and torture the other person mm. tyler you look you look at um, enthused to to, to um, do this one. just here i'm going to take my wife's words for me from from you and uh, this is a bad idea, D, is what she said. <laughs> if you're a stripper, if you're a stripper, your standards are, can I get laid tonight? And I, I, as much as I like Rogan, his standards are, can I get laid tonight? And that's what he's going to do. And D is going to hate this decision. I don't understand it. I would, I would separate myself as far as possible as I could. Bananas. I uh, see, but the thing is, though, if you pay attention to the episode and you watch the trailer for it, we see D and J hook up. So the real question is, does Rogan get with someone before D and J hook up? Absolutely. I mean, it could be next episode. It could be... I, I, I think it's soon. I, I, I just think it's going to be awkward for everyone. The boy Asif, he's standing around looking mopey as shit, and then... Nani sees this and just says, hmm, should give him some pussy. Ah! So. This is so kind of on edge. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you sure? You don't sound, you don't look okay. No, I just don't like whatever everyone else doing. It feels like everyone's trying too hard. It feels like fake to me. Jesus. Those, that's, that moved really, really fast. What do you guys make of this love connection 
between between these two, between the dancer and the uh the uh I don't know, the teeth. Becky. I'm not sure. I'm not surprised. Nani likes pretty men. I mean, she did the same thing with uh Mr. Bachelor. And now she's moved on to let's have a dance. And I I can't blame her. So I watched ASAP's um Are the One season and from then Why? until now I kept getting I, I don't know, <laughs> don't ask why. I kept getting um Kahuta vibes from him. So like when I saw they were cast together, I was like, all right, I can see Nani Gurden getting with ASAP because he's giving off major Kahuta vibes. The hair, the accent, um friendly guy. He's like, that's like Nani's if I had to pick a type for her on the challenge, that would be it. So I wasn't shocked at all. And Tyler. I mean, okay, we're talking about like a curse of Nani, right? Like she hooks up with a guy. Yes. Nani's vagina destroys challengers. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I have a completely different evaluation of this. Okay. Maybe Nani hooks up with the guys she knows won't be there long, so they don't get clingy. So she can get what she wants. They leave early and she can move on. What guy has Nani hooked up with that has been clinky? Kahada. Johnny Riley? Kahada? Chase? Bananas? None of them. No, no, none of them were clinky. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You glitched out. I thought you said clean. Kahada, that's why I said him. I thought you said clean. No, no, no. Oh. Um, All of them were very happy to leave. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. She hooked up with Johnny Riley. He made a final. She hooked up with Hunter, made a final. She hooked up with Kahuta, made it far. And if it wouldn't have been for running into uh, an adult in Zach, he probably would have made a final. All right. Let's go ahead and move into nominations. Bananas, of course, is the first one to speak up. I think the best way to go about this would be to let a veteran kind of take the lead. So, CT, the floor is yours. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was fire. Well, look. <laughs> I certainly don't want to create any waves. Um, Looked at big man, and from what I've heard about him, he probably has a really good chance of coming back. Swaggy comes with Bailey, and Bailey got some teeth on him. And I'm certainly not trying to take Nani's new toy away from her because then I gotta deal with her. So my votes for Jay. CT, you said you don't want to like throw him in because he might come back and get you, but you I could, mean, you I could certainly too. too. Absolutely, you never know, absolutely. But, uh, I'm just saying, like, just because he hooked up with Nani doesn't mean he's got to be safe. No, just absolutely. because, like, Swaggy was here, like. My vote is for herself. You're a pussy. I am a possum. I'm not even here. I'm a new person. I have a beard. I sit in the back. I'm not playing. He thinks CT should take the lead. <laughs> he passes the buck on that one just about immediately. Uh, he doesn't want to rock the boat. CT surprisingly lands on Jay. 
And I really thought once he landed on Jay, we was going to see the gravy train just come in and everybody just vote Jay right afterwards. We know how it is. Once your name is said by somebody, it's way easier for everybody to keep doing it, especially at this early point of the game. Surprisingly, Wes counters with Asif. And it comes down to a really close vote. But let me ask you guys, what, was there any method to Wes's madness and voting in Asif? Like, Asif took it really, really personally. But I don't think that, I don't think Wes really just thought about it like that. I think he just said a name that, you know, he wasn't really thinking about that would have been easy to get out. But Asif, mm. you know, accused him of, of going around collecting votes like he was being targeted. Do you guys feel the same way? Tyler. Too early for that. Oh, no, 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 no. Wes is, in my opinion, the smartest player to ever play the game. You can hate him for being a weasel or whatever. Here's the thing. What do we know about Jay? He used to date Morgan. Who dates Morgan? Bananas. Okay, so if Wes can connect with Jay and save him, then Jay is on Wes's side when he knows Bananas is against Wes. I think it was a calculated move. It was genius. It was smart because ex exactly, exactly. Because I was telling, I was talking to Malik. If you guys go back, watch our, watch our hit list. I was saying to my wife, who Bananas is going to vote for? I guarantee it's Jay because they have this connection. And I guarantee when Bananas left, Morgan was an alternate. I guarantee Morgan said, make sure Jay doesn't make it far. And Bananas followed through. So this was a calculated plan by Wes, in my opinion. No, yeah, I definitely agree with Tyler. I was thinking the same exact thing. Because, yes, they were working together, but they don't want to show it. Why wouldn't you want to ally with someone that's, you know, going after him? It makes perfect sense, you know. As much as I hate Wes, I respect his game. You know, he's smart. Do you want my opinion? I think it was the wrong vote, in my opinion, for everybody. I think Fessy should have been thrown in right away. I think you take your shot at Fessy. He's young. He's, he's agile. He's fit. He is the same size as CT, except for without the dad gut. And no disrespect, because I have one. But I would have taken a shot at Fessy right away. I definitely agree with you. One, just like when Team Austin came into the challenge, Big Brother 20 is coming in pretty deep at four. Yeah. And you know they're going to stick together. The reason why it's good to take a shot at Fessy because you could throw him in, he can wipe out another rookie, and when he comes back, yeah, he's going to be mad that you voted him in, but it's still early. There's a lot of time to repair that. Hey, I know we threw you in earlier, but now we see that you're the real deal. You're much better on our team. Come ride with me. We we'll make sure you won't get thrown in, and you got a heavy guy on your team. Or, or he gets eliminated, and you don't have to worry about him in the future. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. I just think it's early. I think for the first elimination, you definitely want to go with people who are like wild cards. And I think Asaf and Jay, two rookies that have no relationship or minimum relationship with anyone else in the house. They're both in two different shows. Question. Can I, can I ask a question? Why is it before, let's say, season 24, Rivals 2, why is it before Rivals 2, we see a lot of veterans getting championships and rookies getting booted early? because they followed a formula that worked, that helped veterans make it to finals. Ever since they broke that formula, Sands Rivals 2, where they let rookies kind of ride the pine, rookies are now making finals. Rookies are now making it farther, and now rookies are showing them more of the real deal. You don't let them show the real deal. You get them out early, 
MTV doesn't cast them again, and you don't get beat by them in the future. Fessy looks like a household name for the next 10 years. Actually, all of the, all this whole Big Brother 20 group, I think all has staying power. Yeah. And it's one of the groups, and don't get me wrong, I was a little cautious when they started bringing in, are you the one, and all these other players, a Big Brother. Uh, but Paulie, you know, was the real deal. Uh, Josh, Davon Josh was great. a great addition. And I think all four of these people from Big Brother, good to go. Fessy is built like a shit brick house. Casey is likable, and she could play tough. Swaggy and Bailey come in together. They add a little bit of the right color and and sass. I mean, you've seen Bailey. Like, she's not fucking around. She checked Jay when, because when Jay was up for nomination, she tossed yeah, everybody cool. under the fucking bus. I don't think Jay is going to be great with pressure. We got to see if he's, if he's going to be able to adjust for the rest of the game. But let's go ahead and move on to the meat and fucking potatoes. After the nominations, Johnny makes a fatal mistake. Gave Wes a hug. People, no matter what I knew, too much, too little, nothing's right for you all. Come on, Wes, let's go and talk game. Jesus Christ, where did that come from? So I can't nice. win. Bergie does nothing. He's the bad guy. What did I say that? Nothing. Just give me a hug. Come here, dude. Oh. Jesus Christ, Wes. Okay, am I allowed to be a little sensitive? I don't know what's going on, but we have never seen Wes and Johnny have so much as a civilized conversation, let alone a hug in front of everyone. There's something fishy about this. I can tell that something's brewing between Bananas and Wes. Am I allowed to be a little sensitive? You are. I'm in line for this. Everybody just knows if Wes and I are on the same season, we're, it, 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 it's going to be a battle. Whether I like it or not, Bananas has been tattooed into my life. And it's something that I'll never be able to get rid of. We've realized that it's not beneficial to either one of us to go against each other. We are sick and tired of people that are less athletic, less intelligent, riding our coattails because of some feud that we have. So why not try the one thing we've never done, and that is uh, join forces. You're all this game this is our show why not it's scary for the rest of the house because if this works what we're able to do together is just not fair okay. people want this <laughs> it's not that it's never <laughs> happened before it's not that it's never ever happened in history because you know they'd be on the red carpet and shit or whatever but on the first episode in the house the fuck Okay. Then we get the scene. My mind is blown. It's a fucking bombshell. I, I can't even count how many years these two have been going back and forth. I mean, it's, it's what? It's, what, 19 seasons? 2000 and 2006. 2006. 14 years, 19 seasons. They finally put their differences aside. They are going to work together. Team. You're all fucked. My mind was blown. But I love to see it. I love to see it. Just like how happy we were when Johnny and Kara worked together for that short time that they did. We'd love to see it. As, as much as we'd love to see the fighting, we'd love to see them come together. I'm all for this. I'd love it. The challenge is better when Wes and Bananas stay further then episode four, episode five, they be going home early and they said, you know what? We're going home early 
and it's because of us. Let's stop it. Let's put this shit to the side, work together to, you know, you get to the point, the last five, six episodes, and, and let's do it together. I love to see it. What do you guys think? Bananas, this is yours. Take it away. Ah, oh, man. Something about me where I just don't, I want to believe it, but I don't. Like, when I see Bananas and Wes, I thought, I think Rivals 100% of the way, and the only way they work through the differences is in a rival season like Kenny and Wes did. Like something like that. I just never thought this day would come. I I knew this news was coming because, you know, Johnny's been promoting it on his Twitch and stuff like that for the past few days. So I've been paying close attention to that. But just to see it play out on TV, I, I just couldn't believe it. Um, I'm just going to pay close attention to West throughout the season. And because I just think he's going to find a way to backstab him or Johnny's going to backstab West. I do not see this lasting longer than everyone thinks. I think it's something that should have happened a long time ago. You look at it and you see two people who have had just too much pride to sit down and be like, we would be amazing together. We would run this house over with my brains and everything else. You think together. they should date? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to fuck to get through your problems. And maybe that would have helped. Every so, relationship I've had. Let me just say, I'm not disagreeing with this. But I think that they should have kissed and made up many, many years ago, and they were just too prideful to do it. I'm happy to see it. I don't, like Antonio says, foresee it lasting forever. I honestly am waiting because one of them is going to turncoat. It's just really just a matter of time to see which one pulls the trigger. I think this is great. Now, Antonio, you and I were talking in our group chat before this, and I was telling you, I don't care if Bananas retires because he's a, he's stale. And now I'm not insulting him, but I'm just saying it's a, it's a, it's a dishwasher. He uses a plate, he puts it in dishwasher, takes it out. It's still a plate. There's nothing different about it. It's the same thing every time. That's what Bananas has become. There's nothing new. I think pairing with Wes, again, like Becky said, is way overdue. I personally, as a fan, have been saying since season 28, Rivals 3, they should have paired together. I think they need to work as a team because A, nobody would see it coming. B, it almost secures them both in the final if neither of them turn on each other. And C, it's great for TV and the fans. I'm a West fan. I don't care for Bananas. I don't hate him. I don't care for him. I think this makes Bananas A, relevant in the challenge where he's fresh and not saying the same old things where a he goes west is a piece of shit west is the ugliest ginger in the world (laughs) (laughs) the same thing every episode i think him pairing with the funniest guy in the challenge is good wes if you've been following his social media is gold he's friends with cara and polly made a joke about him he's friends with tori made a joke about tori and polly he's friends with banana allegedly it makes jokes about bananas. This is great for all fans. I mean, I do think it's definitely great for TV purposes. I do think it's definitely going to bring a lot ratings boost because I know a lot of like all time fans, they were waiting for this and if they stop watching. They're going to watch out to see how it plays out. So I do think it's a great, like, you know, uh, marketing strategy. Cause you know, as bananas says, he wears, he's producer first compared to second. You know, you know what this reminds me of? This is like LeBron James and Dwayne Wade going to Miami together. This is two all-star athletes saying, let's form a team, let's win together, 
That's what this feels like if we're going to cross brand. And let's be real. No sports are going on right now. The challenge is the most important sport right now in the world. So I'm going to bring in other sports as references. Okay. All right. I'm LeBron James. You're LeBron James, Antonio. I'm Dwayne Wade. We are now friends. I hate LeBron James. So who's going to be Chris <laughs> Bosh then? Is it going to be CT, Jordan? Kyle. Kyle will be easier to control. I think Kyle will be yeah. the right choice for that. Or Josh. Uh, but Josh doesn't have the competitiveness. Yeah. Well, do you remember the time that he tried to fuck Amanda and couldn't? <laughs> you need to chill the f- out before challenges. You're too stressed. I'm realizing with our team, something's not working. Oh, you're just now realizing And I'm that? realizing that we it's lose our- lose every f- challenge. It's our communication. But also I think that there needs to be, I'm a very affectionate, passionate, like, I need, <laughs> I need like the female touch. <laughs> I need... I'm doing a little bit of flirting with Amanda. I think that she's hot, but not only that, the way that she carries herself, just her sex appeal, her confidence, um, she drives me crazy. There's so many girls in this house. Go hook up and get massages. Yeah, but I'm trying to build my team dynamic with you so we can become a better team. I it doesn't benefit me to give them good when I can give you good. Disgusting. <laughs> Potentially help us with. I think the situation is that we're both sexually frustrated and you are. I'm not better. at all. Josh is just more of like a brother to me. Like, he's really emotional, he's young, and he's, too, he's a little too nice. Why don't you kiss me to shut me up? That'll probably stop me from talking. Ew, because then I'll throw up. I mean, it's clearly Kyle based on where they've been promoting the seasons together, the three of them, but I do think Josh is also a realistic person because he has ties to bananas, and as you see in last season, Josh and Wes are now cool. They had a moment at the reunion, so it could go both ways between either, between either person. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Okay. Let's go ahead and move it to the tribunal. So pretty easily, Jay, Wes, and Kyle, their name is brought up. Only one rookie is going to be in this tribunal, which is a little weird. I would have thought it would have gone a completely different way, especially in a house full of so many rookies and so many rookies that are that can pretty much hold their own. So Jay comes in. So why shouldn't we choose him? So the game that you guys have been playing all these years has always been go against the new prospects and put them against each other. But what I don't understand is why wouldn't you put a prospect to take out your biggest threat? So if you were to put Asaf versus Kyle, Asaf could take out Kyle for you and you don't even have to do anything. Also, if you were to put me in, then you're just getting rid of another number that could be an ally for you. He pitches, hey, you should go after a bigger name and that I could be a possible ally. Okay, cool. Kyle comes in. Hi, Kyle. Hi, Rogan. How are you? Uh, I'd be a lot better if I didn't get pulled down here. Mm, sorry about that. It's kind of my fault. 
So, why shouldn't we send you down to face Asaf? I don't think you should send me down because it's, it's so early on and as harsh as it sounds on the rookies, we have got a lot more time for the rookies to play. If we didn't go with you during the rest of this game, during the rest of this season, will you come for me? No. You promise? I promise. He thinks it should be the rookie and Rogan basically just wants to make sure Kyle isn't going to target him, which he says he won't. And we heard earlier in the, in the episode, he is going to try to play a more straight game and more of a laid back game instead of being such a target all the time. And also without Carr and Pauly being there to make his life miserable, it might work out for him. But the mastery comes in with Wes comes in. Why should we not put you down against Asaf? I've got an interesting reputation, which I've ridden for a decade plus, but now I'm kind of over it. And that is going to be very tough to, to break because I don't have any friends here. One question. Are you going to give... Do, can, am I going in at all? We're going to tell you that at the elimination. Okay, well, I guess I'll leave it at that then. Are you guys going to vote me in? All right. It is what it is. Wes has never been scared of eliminations. Now, this is one of the... And he's great in eliminations. And this is very, very disappointing to see. Rogan and Jenny making this mistake, I can understand. Corey has been doing this for a while. And to see him waste this opportunity is, is just sad. You have Wes. Wes gives them absolutely nothing. Wes knows that he's not going in. He doesn't have any enemies on that side that wants him out that bad. So he knows he's not going in. And they let him walk. He gives up nothing. What they fail to do is say, hey, Wes, you're up for elimination, but we're going to save your ass this time. And when our name is called, you're going to save my ass. Let's look out for each other. They didn't trade their position of power for any power in the future. Remember, in Battle of the Exes 2 was masterful, how Wes sat down, Leroy and Naya, he traded in Zach, he kept his ass safe, and kept his, his, his hands free of any blood on it. They didn't get nothing out of Wes. Putting him up for nomination was a waste. You could have put up bananas, maybe got a promise out of him, you could have put up anybody else. You could have called in another rookie. Somebody from Big Brother 20 got a promise out of them. Any one of these things could have been used, and none of these avenues were taken. It was a complete waste. How did you feel about this uh, tribunal interrogation? No, I think this was entirely a wasted opportunity. A bunch of rookie moves were made. No promises were made. I mean, it's still early in the game, which is maybe why they were like, we don't need to make promises right now. It's early. But this is the opportune point. This is when you make your alliances that are going to last the entire season. I think Wes played the tribunal perfectly, believe it or not. Absolutely. Because Wes... He played them, just, not the other just way around. Just be realistic. No, yeah, Wes played them perfectly. Because let's look at who's in it. It's ASAP. He's an unproven rookie. Wes is a well-seasoned vet who is a dominant force in, in any elimination he's in. So Wes goes in there. He's like, all right, they put me in. I'm going to win. I'm going to come back and I have my three targets. Or they don't put me in. No alliances. No ties are made. And I go, go away scot-free. So Wes won this tribunal. 
he had a he just did what he had to do he didn't give himself up and he didn't go in so he was pretty perfect but i do think jay also made some good points in this tribunal but you know they just dropped the ball all right tyler do you feel like the tribunal played played it the right way when it came to wes okay no they did not use their tribunal correctly with wes i agree with you awesome so after the tribunal the alarm sounds the lights go off and it's time for purgatory Guys, welcome to the first elimination round in this season of the challenge. Let's go! So let's just get right into it. Alright? Losers had to select one guy to send down here, fight for their right to stay in the game, and you selected us off. So come on down. Alright, us off. You ready? Super ready. Alright. Tribunal! You guys had to select three guys to interrogate. Those three guys were Wes, Kyle, and Jay. Who's your vote for, Corey? So I'm going to have to say my vote's going for Jay tonight. All right, so that's one vote for Jay. Next up, Rogan. Kyle, I hope that this proves that we can trust each other, and I hope you stick to your promise. My vote is for Jay. That's two votes for Jay, and just for the hell of it, Jenny. We decided that we would put a prospect against a prospect, so that means Jay is going down tonight and will prove himself. All right. It's unanimous. Jay, come on down. Here's what I want to know. Is there a rookie with a better resume than Asaf coming into this season? Turbo. Ever? Yeah, I was going to say Turbo. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Anybody outside of Turbo have a better resume than than Theo? He was an athlete, track runner. Okay, so he made the Olympics. So he made the Olympics. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not downgrading the Olympics. I'm saying, Asaf. Asaf was successful on Are You the One? He found love. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) Okay, I, I agree. I'm just saying the object of the show is to win money by finding love. He found his love match. He goes on a so you think can dance, makes the top 20. He goes on to celebrity big brother wins the show in israel goes on to celebrity american ninja does very well i'm just saying he has a very good resume for a rookie coming into this show i just like how they not they never mentioned once him being an are you the one because no even mtv don't gives a shit is it are you the one canceled anyway no one cares we're talking about are you the one a little bit too much no one gives a fuck let's go ahead and move on to this elimination are you the one he won are you the one so did devin where the fuck is he at fucking tryhards hey we don't disregard one of the finest commentators in history okay absolutely not devin he's hilarious kick him that's it mr lightweight you know what's so funny today was a great day because you know i got to sit and watch the challenge with all of the kids the whole family is into it now i've done a great job even the kids wasn't feeling Devin. They felt a little bad for him when uh, they just seen Johnny fucking make Devin cry when he talked about his daddy. And they were just like, ooh. But he kind of had it coming. I was just like, see, y'all see. Y'all see. And after rewatching that, I thought I liked Devin. And now, eh. But let's go ahead and move back on to the elimination. This elimination is going to be called... Between victory and defeat, between heaven and hell. 
purgatory. Purgatory is where all the elimination rounds are going to be taking place on this season of the challenge. And tonight, you are playing airstrike. As you can see, there's a giant wall suspended 30 feet above the arena. There's a bar on either side of that wall. To begin, you guys are going to start by hanging on that bar. And when I say go, you're going to do whatever you got to do to get the other person off the bar first. You understand me? Best two out of three wins tonight. They have to hang on the bar and kick a glass until one of them falls off. Yeah. Normally, when it comes to simple eliminations, they are usually pretty good. Hall brawl. Hey, two pieces of glass, run as hard as you can towards each other. Pole wrestle. Here goes a stick. Uh, take it. You know, so usually the simplest eliminations tend to be the best for me. I really had high hopes for this one, especially with how violent they was kicking the glass. But as you can see, it's, it was really kind of all for naught. Um, Asif came in with a bad strategy, him being the super tryhard that he was trying to get back to Nani's box. He was holding himself up too much. He tied himself out. And actually, this should speak more to Jay's intelligence because the second round, he's just like, I already dropped him once. He's already used up a lot of energy. All I have to do is outhang him. Jay's lighter. He has great upper body and a climber. All he does is he, he just outhangs him. Out hangs him, and Jay gets the win. Anybody surprised by Jay beating Asif? Becky? In, in this particular elimination? No. I mean, Jay, I think he's very smart, and I think he, I mean, being on Survivor, you're starving to death, and you still have to figure out how to win challenges and make it to the end. I think that he is smarter than people give him credit for. So I think he just had the best strategy and he used his noodle to get where he needed to be. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't surprised that Jay won. I definitely thought that both these guys had the ability to do very well in, the, in this season. Here's the thing. You guys are downgrading this elimination. I think it's great because essentially what the elimination is, is just hang on for dear life. It's uh, bring it back to gauntlet one where it's like dead man's hang or whatever, you know? However, they throw a plexiglass in front of them, which isn't to knock off their opponent. It's to distract them from focusing on hanging on. And Jay was a smart guy and was like, forget that. I don't need that. I'm just going to hang on. I think this elimination was awesome. It was different. It wasn't. Uh, Hall Brawl is, here's the thing. Hall Brawl has been tarnished for me because it's used so often. If Hall Brawl came every other season we should see a whole bra at least once in the season at least once yeah it's like christmas i don't need it a lot i just need it <laughs> once a year it's not that i didn't like the elimination it's just that uh, visually it's just not that great to watch but would have been even better remove the plexiglass let them kick each other off chicken fight that <laughs> motherfucker that would have been a scrap i would enjoy that a lot more it wasn't a bad elimination i i didn't dislike it it just wasn't that great to watch. Here's the thing. Have we in challenge fans not been bashing eliminations being kind of rigged or tailored? Everybody since Final Reckoning has been critiquing MTV for kind of rigging eliminations. And now they give us an elimination that is 100% balanced. Yes, yeah, I agree. 
There's nobody that gets an advantage in this. So that's why I like it. This, uh, I don't think Jay had the major advantage. I mean, like we said, Asaph was a ninja warrior. He's used to hanging himself up. It's not like he has upper body strength. He had, I seen like the American version. If his version is somewhat the same or similar, it's a lot of upper body strength. So you have to be able to hold yourself up for a long time. So, I mean, yeah, Jay's a climber, but Asaph, he can hold himself up just as long. I just think he tired. He's had a bad strategy going into it, going into it. So, Jay gets the win, and that fucking long-haired pretty boy tryhard is challenge history. He didn't make challenge history. He is challenge history, because we'll never see him fucking again. That's the curse of Nani. Oh, Nani, the poisonous princess, kiss of death. <sighs> After the elimination, we get the big twist that we all knew was coming. You have to earn a red skull you have to be in an elimination to go to the final. Fair or foul? I love it. Fair. It's what people have been asking for. People, people have, have been, been asking it. for old school versus new school, and Bunham and Murray tells us to go fuck ourselves. I mean, maybe that's next. You don't know. Because there's just, unfortunately, sometimes there's just not enough old school that could keep up with the new school. But oh, nonetheless. I'm sure there are plenty of old school people who've been on one season, two seasons, who are just dying to get back on TV. I yeah, can see Mark Long up. coming back, his old ass. Mm. Mm, Mark Long couldn't compete in this day's age. Mm, I don't know. Uh, here's the thing. Okay, you guys give Mark Long a shot because he's popcorn muscles and he looks good in pictures. Here's my thing. I don't want Mark Long ever touching another challenge season because I don't want Mark Long taking a pay cut to like, hey, you go to the final and give me a pay cut when you win. He's done it twice. I don't fucking care for it. I, I'm sick and tired of it. He shouldn't be ranked high. He shouldn't be on Mount Rushmore. That's my opinion. <laughs> Sorry. Is that a hot take? I don't care. He, looks good. he talks good. He fucking signs deals to get money for free. I hate it. Tyler's big mad. Wow. Damn. Okay, Mark Long is hilarious, and I really like him for an entertainment factor. However, he should not be on a challenge season ever again. Well, he's also over here talking shit when I said that I wanted to bring Darrell back. Apparently, there's just not enough <laughs> drama with King Darrell to bring him back. No, he'll come and kick ass, but unless he's punching Brad's eye in, he's kind of boring at, at, okay, at this point on, in time. Hang on, No, I'm going to jump in again, because I'm, I'm several deep, and I'm, I'm into this right now. <laughs> time, Darrell? Darrell is not going to call back for the same reason Derek and myself, you know, Derek's my rival right now. If you've been paying attention to Instagram, same reason we won't get called back because we're dads. We're not going to fight with people. We're adults. We're not going to get in little petty fights. I mean, last time Derek was on a season, he got face to face with Nelson and was just like, so what? And like was so passive aggressive and wasn't going to back down, but he wasn't going to put up a fight because they have to set examples for their kids. MTV wants single individuals without kids that will do dumb things without thinking about the repercussions. CT. Well, not anymore. I was going to say Mr. Dadbod's still there, but he's also no longer the crazy CT we all know and love. This is CT 2.0. It's different. It's as if CT cloned himself, got a kid, gained a little weight, went back into the challenge. That is going to conclude. Episode 1, Season 35, one hell of an episode. Let's go ahead and break down the hit list. The unofficial, official 
power rankings for season 35, Total Madness. Top 10 breaks down like this. At number 10, we have Nani. At number 9, we have Wes. Number 8, Bananas. 7, Fessy. 6, Corey. 5, J. 4, D. 3, CT. 2, Jenny. 1, Rogan. All right, everybody pick one person who you think is completely misplaced. Becky, what would you change about this? I mean, I, I don't see why Nani's in the top 10. I think she should be lower down the list. She really didn't do anything this episode, but you know, that's like get some D. But uh, other than that, I think, I, I honestly think Fessy should be higher up. Um, if I had to pick one person, I would pick Corey. I don't think Corey deserves to be in the top 10. I think he should. He was in the tribunal. Yeah, but he got chosen to be in the tribunal. He didn't earn his. He's the chosen one. Okay. How are you going to get mad okay. at the chosen one? They picked Corey out of just pure neutral person. There was no, like, they didn't want Corey. They just chose him because they had to. They really had to. I think Corey belongs in the bottom 10 because he played this tribunal awful. He had so many opportunities this episode to, you know, make the name for himself. You know, the thing he's always been talking for. But he fucked up. He does not deserve to be in the top 10. Let's defend Nani. Nani had the seventh most confessionals. Confessionals are not camera time. If we're counting camera time, Nani was probably on camera top five this entire episode. What's crazy about that is that every episode, we always see a highlight of the two guys that are going into elimination or two girls. So if you take them out, Nani was the fourth or third most viewed person still on the show this season, this episode. It happens also, when you bang. About Nani. Nani finished. There's 14 girls this season, right? Nani finished seventh out of all these girls. She beat Melissa, Kayla, Jenna, Ashley, and Bailey. I mean, in Melissa's defense, she's pregnant. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, we do. We she announced know that. it. That's she announced spoiler. it. Did she post okay. any pictures of it? So it's okay. It's okay to say. Slow down. Who else did you complain about? Corey. Okay, Corey got the tribunal, but you said that's not good enough, right? Okay, that's cool. Corey also finished seventh. He only lost to the top three people, plus Bananas, Bear, and Josh. If you think about it, though, Corey was beating everybody in the first leg. He just burnt himself out, okay? Corey also finished with four interviews, plenty of camera time. Did he flop on his nomination? Yes. Did he nominate the right person? Yes, he nominated Wes. That was a perfect nomination. He just asked the wrong questions. He didn't use his money, his leverage, the right way. However, my rankings are perfect. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Potsters. One hell of an episode. We're going to be with you guys every step of the way. Make sure you check out the hit list coming on one hour after the challenge ends, East Coast time. Make sure you visit us at shop dot lwcpodcast.com make sure you dm me for your custom custom total madness jersey whatever name you want and the flag you want also we are going to be closing out over black zeus fit former challenger marlin got his new single out been legit make sure you visit him at soundcloud.com at black zeus fit 
All right. <laughs> Another great episode, Podsters. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Join our discussions on Reddit under the challenge subreddit at LWC Podcast. Also, check out our website, lwcpodcast.com. Make sure when you, listen, when you listen to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, give us five stars. Give us a great review. And most importantly, subscribe. Have a great day, Potsters. I mean, I got like peace swag for these boys, you know what I'm saying? I'm repping BBG, that's Bodybuilder Gang for Life. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag real BBG for real though. Fuck that trapping boy, I'm by my rapping. Talking down on me, why they capping? Why they capping? Do this shit for free, they got me laughing. Back on TV, bitch, you know I make it happen. Make it happen. That trapping for him by my rapping. Talking down on me, why they capping? Do this shit for free, they got me laughing. Back on TV, bitch, you know I make it. I'm the motherfucking man now. Go ahead and stand down. Talking down on me, bitch, I ain't backing down. Miss me with the games, cause I ain't playing around. Oh, that's the man you with, damn, I see you in the clowns. BBG the click I claim, bodybuilder gang. If your girl's in the muscles, I'm beating out her frame. This a two comma scheme, I'm ill prepping up the game. If we talking pounds, then I ain't driving just the same. If it ain't money, please don't ask me. Big booty groupies, I be smashing. Straight from the gutter, I'm never classy. Even though I'm broke as fuck, these models still gon' smash me. Five years gone, day one's left me alone. Now my attitude is rude, bitch. Get up out my zone. Can't nobody say they help me out. Built this on my own. They ain't only talking muscle when they say I came but strong. Fuck that trapping for I'm by my rapping. Talking down on me, why they capping? Why they capping? This shit for free, they got me laughing. Back on TV, bitch, you know I make it happen. Make it happen. Fuck that trapping for I'm by my rapping. Talking down on me, why they capping? Why they capping? Do this shit for free, they got me laughing. Back on TV, bitch, you know I make it happen. Make it happen. Big booty cutie, I ain't tryna pipe it down. It's like my outfit made by Boosie, won't you wipe me down? All them hundreds that you spending don't excite me now. The first of five portfolio, yup. <laughs> shit, we talking now. Pay dues, boss moves, invest dollars, low shoe. You ain't talking getting dollars, why I need to call you? In my crib, lights off, stressing cause the rent due. Ain't nobody help me, yeah, now I'm living struggle, bro. I'm a Tupac baby mixed with that Jay-Z. Means I double my dollars but still go crazy. Now I'm about to pimp the pen. Never see me weak again. When I was broke, took advantage. Then your boys will try again. Bodybuilder game, pushing weights and games. Doubled up my muscles while they did the same. Don't like the new me, sorry baby, I can't change. Started my own lane, you mad you didn't do the same. Fuck that trapping for I'm by my rapping. Talking down on me, why they capping? Do this shit for free, they got me laughing. Back on TV, bitch, you know I make it happen. Fuck that trapping for I'm by my rapping. Talking down on me, why they capping? Do this shit for free, they got me laughing. Back on TV, bitch, you know I make it happen.